is my ongoing goal to be able to support you as the very best way that I can. And in order to do that, I really need to get to know you a little bit better, what your personal needs are for supporting you as a parent on this journey of children with autism and with your child, what their needs are and what you would like to help them most with. Because there may be many things, but there's usually a few top pieces that are very, very important to you that you know your child is really struggling with and you would like help with. And so in order to find out how I can support you best, I have created a short quiz. It's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. And if you uh, take that short quiz, you'll be able to give me some information and I'll get back with to you with some results and how I can direct you to the resources that I feel would help you best right now for where you are on this journey and for what you need for your particular specific child's needs. So I hope it's helpful. Again, go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. So this is Karen Thomas. And today's radio podcast, I, uh, I'm very, very excited to introduce a very special guest, guest that we have with us today. His name is Pat Jeswaldo, and um, I, this show is all about educating parents about various strategies and resources that exist to help their children with the symptoms of autism. And this special guest today has something I think all of us can relate to and need, and um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit on his biography because I personally found it really impressive. So what it says is, celebrated drum virtuoso Pat Jeswaldo is known for pioneering the groundbreaking techniques of drum therapy and for his celebrated nonprofit organization, DAD, Drums and Disabilities. This is a drum therapy method, a cutting-edge approach to healing autism and other disabilities in children. Using, using rhythms and patterns proven to retrain the synapses in the brain. New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg's administration and the New York or the New Jersey Department of Education Commissioner helped Jeswaldo launch DAD in 2004 as a special education program in New York City and New Jersey school systems. Currently, psychologists, neuroscientists, teachers, law enforcement agencies, child protective agencies, physical therapist, occupational therapist, and behavioral therapist in over 15 countries use Jeswaldo's revolutionary drum therapy techniques in schools, mental health facilities, hospitals, and therapy centers. Wow. This effort helps disabled children and adults develop physical and cognitive functioning. Jeswaldo was invited to the White House to meet President George W. Bush in an effort to bring his pioneering drum therapy techniques to help wounded troops throughout the United States. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Pat Jaswaldo. Hello, Pat. Hey, Karen. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a great honor. Oh, my pleasure. I am so happy to have you here. I really honestly cannot wait to get more of the details behind this. Um, I personally know the trials of raising a child not only with autism, but my son also had extreme oppositional defiance disorder and anxiety and uh, a lot of anger and irritation issues. And I have this great piece that, um, that uh, is a write-up on, on your program um, about violent behavior. And I, I'm going to post it on my website even about how your drumming helps uh, violent behavior. Is that okay if I post that on my website? 
Oh, that would be awesome. The more people we can help, the better. That's what it's all about. Okay, great. And and most of the audience knows, but I'll say it again, my website is naturallyhealingautism.com. And, um, okay, so Pat, this sounds incredible. Can you um, tell us more about it, what it is, what you do, um, you know, what kinds of changes and outcomes and things that you see in children? Sure. Well, drum therapy helps to retrain the synapses in the brain. Uh, so basically, we help children not only with autism, but Tourette's, MS, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, ADD, um, now it's ADHD actually, uh, ODD, OCD, a variety of, of disabilities. So what drum therapy does is I designed it to help develop retention, coordination, fine motor skills, sensory integration, social skills, uh, behavior modification, and physical and cognitive function through the modalities of drum therapy. So what is it that you do? And how do um, how are people, you know, especially all over the country, how do they how do they get what you what you have? How do they well, get their children into that therapy? Well, basically, we go to schools, hospitals, mental health facilities, community centers, and we also do in home uh, as well. So originally, uh, Mayor Bloomberg and his administration and the New Jersey Department of Education commissioner helped me launch the DAD program originally as a pilot program in the New York and New Jersey school systems. And then from there, we just branched out. So um, between then and now, I started training, um, as you mentioned, psychologists and neuroscientists, um, occupational therapists, physical therapists, behavioral therapists, and special education teachers. So then they could bring the healing art of drum therapy to their schools and hospitals and community centers and towns uh, where they are to do the program. Okay, so you're educating people to do it there. Yes, we uh, we are the only organization um, allowed to offer a drum uh, therapy certification um, in the world. So since we pioneered it, uh, we're the only ones that are allowed to give a drum therapy designation to somebody. There's an extensive um, training course they have to go through. Not You don't have to be a drummer to do it. That's why there are many people in the medical and neuroscience uh, communities as well as, as well as drummers, too, and musicians. Um, but drum therapy is completely different than music therapy. Um, I love music therapy. Uh, I think it's a great cathartic release. But drum therapy is actually re helps to retrain the synapses in the brain. So it can help with people with autism speak and sing, um, which we've done and seen that for the very first time with our program, which is amazing. Um, we help people walk. We help people um, just generally develop physical and cognitive functioning with speech, uh, physical movement as well. Wow. Is it possible, too, because I know it takes a lot of uh, lots of people to go and train, which is wonderful that they're doing that. Hopefully that will be spreading quickly. Um, is it possible that something like this could be recorded and then a child could also listen to it with headphones on or something like that? Um, no, it's actually the one-on-one -on -one communication okay. and, and uh, the interaction. That's really what does it. And we work in a one-on-one, -on -one, but we also work with groups. We work with no more than 10 children or even adults at a time, especially in the school systems. So we'll hold the program right in the school, 
or right in the community center. Um, and also, as I mentioned, one-on-one -on -one in a house as well, in a home. Okay. In um, the article that I had, the study that had been done with your work is entitled Drumming Stops Violence in Special Needs Children, Children Increased Grade Point Average and Learned Skills. And um, I was wondering if uh, there's one portion here that says it stopped violent behavior, self-mutilation, mutilation, and have achieved 100% attendance records um, with the drum therapy research. Uh, so um, I'm wondering, too, can you give us some stories and examples of, of who you've worked it with and uh, the kinds of changes and outcomes you've seen, like both before and after? Sure. Um, let's start with the one that you just mentioned. That was a research study last year that we did in London. And um, I am so happy that it helped the kids um, tremendously. And the parents were really surprised, and of course the teachers were. Um, what happened was we had a group of kids who were cutting themselves. They were extremely violent. Uh, they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't pay attention. Severe ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, physical violence as well, of course, not only to themselves, but others. Um, and we started doing the DAD program, and sure enough, within six months, they even four months, they stopped cutting uh, themselves. They stopped the violent behavior. They, they increased their school attendance by 100%, which was just phenomenal, um, along with all the other success that they had, which I'm just so grateful for. Um, and and um, it's really helping them. And, of course, as I mentioned, the parents were really surprised. And I think the end thing is that people are surprised that, wow, this can all be achieved through drumming. You know, yeah. that's the cool thing. And how long does it generally take to see results? You know, it all depends. I'm always asked that question. Um, it all depends on the severity of the situation uh, and case-by-case -case basis. Uh, sure. For example, we had a 56-year-old gentleman, uh, Johnny, who was uh, severely limited in his speech. He was basically nonverbal, couldn't walk by himself for the most part, had no coordination, um, and uh, could basically count to 10, just about, barely. So within four months of doing the DAD program, uh, we had him doing patterns with his hands, like right, left, right, right, and left, right, left, left with his feet, cross patterns where his right hand would come down with his left foot at the same time. He would verbally count to 10 out loud, which was wonderful. In another... Um, scenario, we had a 56-year-old gentleman named Johnny, and Johnny was severely delayed. He was basically nonverbal. He could barely count to 10. Uh, he needed help walking. He had no coordination, uh, no fine motor skills at all. So within about four months of doing drum therapy, uh, I had him doing patterns, different patterns with his hands, like right, left, right, left, right, right. Um, I had him doing cross combinations with a right hand and a right foot would come down at the same time. And he was actually verbally able to count to 10 out loud, which was pretty amazing. So, of course, the counselors were really surprised that uh, all that could be achieved, again, through drumming. Right. And about how long did that take, did you say, or did you say? Uh, that was about four months. But, again, it all depends on a case-by-case -case basis. And the one thing that's important is that I always mention is that 
Uh, drug therapy is never a cure. I never say it's a cure, but it can help. In my case, it cured me. Um, but I guess that's a little biased, but it actually did. But <laughs> I really can't use myself in any of the research because that's a little tainted, you know? Well, what what is your story, Pat? It would be good for you to go to what led you to finding drumming and and uh, and how this you know how this all came to be. Well, I originally had a severe battle with the disability uh, myself as a child. Originally, the doctors thought I had cerebral palsy. Um, I didn't speak till I was four years old, and when I did, I had a severe stuttering problem, so I couldn't speak. Um, I also had braces on my legs from my ankles to my knees because I had issues with walking. I had no fine motor skills. And I was also severely dyslexic, so I couldn't read. So, ironically, <laughs> at the same time, I wanted to be a drummer. Why, I don't know, but I did, and I loved the drums, and it was a horrible experience for me um, in school. And even with my private drum lessons, I'd get yelled at and screamed at, especially by teachers and my drum teachers. And, of course, in the 70s and 80s, nobody had any idea what any of those disabilities were really for the most part, especially, not to minimalize it, but especially a drum teacher. So, right. especially with the dyslexia, when I would read a pattern backwards or drumming backwards, they would just, drum teachers would just go ballistic. They'd be yelling and screaming at me, you're playing it wrong, you're playing it backwards, are you doing it purposely? And I would have to explain, no, I see things backwards, but that's how it is. It's, I tried to explain to them, but it was horrible. So I basically had to uh, figure out a way to teach myself how to play the drums. And I didn't know it at the time, but at the time I was actually pioneering what's known to be drum therapy today. Um, but it took me three to four hours every day. And I had finally beaten all my disabilities 100% by the time I got in high school um, because it was the, re the repeated exposure to the rhythms and patterns of drumming that retrained the synapses in my brain to help me beat all my disabilities. And you said earlier that it was it's not just any drumming, it's specific rhythm. So you just happened to be doing some specific rhythm that was, was doing that for you? Well, it was first the rhythms on the drum pad, the combinations between the right hands and left hands, and then also uh, moving it to a drum set where you have four limbs doing completely four different things all at the same time. So uh, it took me my own battle, it took me one year, three to four hours every day, just to coordinate my left hand and my left foot to come down together at the same time. Wow. That's how hard it was for me. Um, but by doing that, helped me alleviate all my disabilities 100%. So for me, I can honestly say, uh, and it did, it was a cure for me to help me beat all my disabilities, 100%. 100%. So all 100%. of those those issues that you were dealing with, with the motor coordination and the dyslexia, those are all gone for you now? Speech, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't speak. I had a severe studying problem, so I could not speak. But wow. uh, yeah, it all, it, all, it all went away. Yeah, thankfully. And that's the thing, you know, about the DAD program, and that's the one thing I want all the parents to know is that the DAD program is never, ever about me. It's all about those little boys and girls, because I was one of them, you know? And it's all about the parents because my parents were one of one of you. You know, nobody was there for me as a kid. Nobody was there for my parents. So mm -hmm. the, the dad program is a tribute to my family and and a few very special teachers. Without them, who knows where I'd be today. And uh, I am just so grateful to be able to return what I was so fortunate to have received to begin with. 
Wow, yeah. Um, and thankfully, your parents were proactive, like are the parents that who listen to this call and like myself, I, it took me eight years of research and six years to write my book, Naturally Healing Autism, but it's based on everything I did to that I found that healed my son from his symptoms of autism as well. And I think that's the key is that, you you know, we don't give up and we're open-minded to finding you know, new things, at least exploring them if we've never heard of it and seeing if there's, you know, hey, is this real? And many times it is and it's so valuable um, that, you know, that's that's really the key too is to, to keep an open mind. Where can our listeners find um, find your, your programs and, and how could they take part in it or bring their kids to it? Where where would Where's a good resource or do you have a schedule or something like that? Well, they can go right to the website, uh, www.dadprogram.org. And, of course, they can always reach me there, too, info at dadprogram.org if they have any specific questions. But, you know, the other thing, too, Karen, is that um, the parents can also help us and, and help the other kids as well. Of course, we're a nonprofit organization. And um, one of the things, if I may, quickly, I should throw in here, too, is that um, – the other part of the DAD program, yes, we do the drum therapy, but we but we also have free advocacy services. So um, I help write IEPs for parents. I help them to understand what special education is, what a disability is. So so many children for the first time when they're diagnosed, a parent has no idea what's going on. So yeah, they can absolutely. always call me, and I will help them any way that I can. Um, I also work with a lot of senators and congressmen throughout the country that have called me to help write legislation uh, for the special needs population. Governor Christie recently passed legislation that are voting for law here in New Jersey. Uh, we are the first state uh, in the country to add additional protection for special needs adults who are renters, who are homeowners, who are either physically abused, sexually abused, or just bullied, and they have nowhere to turn. So that legislation helps them for the first time uh, even more so than what wow. was available before us. So and that's that what it's all incredible. That, that's that, what that's needed all over the country. Wow, that's it's huge. Sure, it sure and, is. And, and is that know. the law that you wrote or helped write? Is that the one that uh, I heard about? Is that the one you're talking about, that law? Uh, yeah. Um, and it also mandates that the Division of Civil Rights post certain things on their websites to help the research uh, resources for the for the people who are victims with you know people with special needs that are victimized it happens in so many ways um so yeah i mean that's what it's all about i am trying to take that legislation um state by state because it's important and of course you know uh i can't do it by myself but uh that's why the the help and assistance of everybody is just so key because once i have that i can go and and, and and they tell me even specific things that either a family's involved with or a friend is involved or what's happening to them. And once I find out about that, then we can get involved in help. And there's no charge for that at all. The advocacy is absolutely free. So it's a completely nonprofit organization. And um, what is your call to action? I mean, how, how can people help your organization if they wanted to? Uh, they could donate, uh, which 100% of the funding. We're one of the few nonprofit organizations, but I can honestly say this, is that 100% of the funding goes to uh, back into the program, back to the school, uh, the hospitals, the community centers who can't afford to have us. 
Um, we do a lot in schools, hospitals, mental health facilities, as I mentioned. We have the program in over 15 countries. Uh, even though that might sound like a huge amount of money, it really isn't. Um, most of the time, I donate my time because schools and hospitals and community centers don't have funding. Um, we've been part of NYU Medical Center. We've been in the cerebral palsy centers. We've been in a lot of the YMCA's, the Jewish community centers. Um, you know, and then the other side of that is there's a lot of celebrities and sports stars and politicians who join us at various events and who take part in the DAD program um, to help us as well. And there are some celebrities, apparently, and sports stars, law firms, and agencies, various people that help you fight these disabilities. Who are some of those people? Yes, we, uh, well, the Jets just joined us, um, the New York Jets. Uh, we had, oh. uh, yeah, Wesley Walker, uh, Fred Baxter, who was a Super Bowl champion also with the uh, New England Patriots, and Glenn Foley. They were all just phenomenal. Um, they came and helped us do the grand opening of our new offices. Um, I've been part of the WWE, I've been part of WrestleMania, part of Raw, where the WWE superstars have helped us. Uh, Bernie Williams from the New York Yankees has been phenomenal to us, has helped us, has joined us at events. Um, it's just been wonderful to have that kind of outreach and support. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have a lot of influence. Anytime a, a celebrity is helpful, it kind of gets people's attention a little bit more, doesn't it? It does. But there's always, you know, there's always, there's so many things going on nowadays. That's the problem. Everything yeah. is instant. Right? So it's hard to get that attention. Earlier, you know, the IEPs, of course. Uh, I guess I'll let you just briefly, m most listeners are probably aware of IEPs because they have children with disabilities and especially autism in particular. Um, and IEPs are something that a lot of parents have to work with it in schools, but they can be hard to negotiate. And you had mentioned on your website you give help for um, how to negotiate IEPs. Could you just briefly give an explanation of an IEP and then um, what you can do to help with those as well for the parents? Yes. And while there are probably many parents who know what an IEP, what an IEP is, unfortunately, probably many parents that don't. Um, so an IEP is actually an individual education program. And what that is, is it's specifically designed for each student, for each child, by their needs. So for example, uh, just a, a very uh, brief scenario, let's say there's a child who can't see the board for whatever reason from his seat. So an IEP would mandate by law that that child would have to sit in front of the class. Um, he would have access to the, uh, you know, board so that he could see. He might sit by the teacher's desk, those kind of things. Uh, there are other issues where a child might have severe ADHD and needs to get up and walk around the classroom. Well, most times a kid would, would have a lot of problems or get in trouble. But the IEP mandates by the law that a child must have these um, uh, certain therapies, uh, certain situations that will help them um, with their own individual disability and then help them in the school. Now, the one thing, and maybe some parents don't know, but the IEP will also mandate that many times and oftentimes the school system must pay for in-home therapies as well, which is hugely important and parents really need to try to exercise that 
um, as best as they can because those clauses in the IEP, because therapies are so expensive. Um, and, of course, it's a burden on the school, too. See, that's the thing I think that makes me such a good advocate, if I may say so, is that I understand the school side of things, and I also understand the parent side of things. And there's oftentimes that huge void where all it is is a fight or a battle. But once you have the ability, and since I work in many schools all over the world and have developed special ed programs in third world countries, for example, you know, I know what it takes, what the schools only have capabilities of and what the parents want and what the parents need. And sometimes neither one, neither side understands what the other needs or wants. And sometimes they just, the school just can't do it because it's so hard financially to pull that off too. And the parents need to understand that as well. Right. Okay, well, that's amazing that you're doing all of that for people. And I, for one, as a parent, could say how greatly appreciated I know that it is. Um, so, again, your website is uh, www.dadprogram.org for help with IEPs, uh, for information on drumming therapy and how you could get your child involved and learn more about it. And also, if you're interested in helping Pat with the nonprofit organization, donations, et cetera, I guess, would also be at the dadprogram.org site. Is that right, Pat? Yes, absolutely. And even if they want to become a certified drum therapist, maybe wow. there's a parent in the audience who, okay, maybe a father's a drummer or a mother had played the drums in the past or something, because, of course, females play the drums too, and many of them are great. I, I, personally, I'm a huge fan of Karen Carpenter. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that uh, a lot of times that there are people that find out about uh, drum therapy too, especially through shows like yours. And that's why your show is so important is that you're actually getting the information out there for not only for myself, but so many other people that can help the parents and the kids that need it. Absolutely. That is my goal with my own book because of my experience as a someone who can say, yes, a child can be healed from these symptoms because I know because I did it with my own child hear you sharing your story, telling people, yes, you were having issues where you were diagnosed with cerebral palsy and had severe dyslexia, and, and now all of your symptoms are 100% gone as well. And, um, and these resources are so valuable. There are parents who maybe their child just got diagnosed yesterday, and they don't know. They're starting from scratch. They don't know what to do. And then other parents who have been on the road for a while, but they're, they're still searching. They're still not sure what to do. Um, just giving any resources that we can to be able to help people is hugely valuable to save them the time, the money, and the the ultimate goal is to get their children better at, 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 you know, in any way they can. And, and the sooner they can get better, the happier the whole family, but especially the better quality of life that that child will have. So, yeah, I'm, I, that's that's definitely what I'm working towards just like you are get that information out to people. So I am happy, happy, happy to share your information, and I greatly appreciate you um, spending your time coming on to the show today and sharing your information with our parents as well. And, um, yes, we'll all look at hopefully supporting you in your program and um, wish you much, much further success. So, again, thanks, Pat. Karen, thank you so much. And if there's any way that I can help you in your cause, please don't hesitate to call me. All right, will do. I'll remember that. We need to stick together, don't we? <laughs> we still do, and I'm always there. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.